This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. The 2017 Indiana Legislative Session is in the books. The bills have been passed, and now they are over in the office of Governor Eric Holcomb, and he has to choose whether to sign those bills or not, and the vast majority of those he will sign, but he also has the ability to do what's called a veto, which says, I'm not signing that, and in which case the legislature will have to take up the matter again and have the opportunity to override the veto and make it law. And so far, Governor Holcomb has only vetoed one bill, and that's what we're going to spend our time talking about today. It was a bill that would charge a fee for people who spend a certain amount of time asking state employees to help them produce public records. And uh, it would allow, have allowed the state to charge up to $20 an hour after the first two hours uh, for people who have public records requests. And uh, Governor Holcomb did veto this bill. It's the only bill so far he's vetoed as of Friday. And here is a brief synopsis from the Indianapolis Star on what they had to say about it, including a quote from the governor. It was House Enrolled Act 1523. Governor Eric Holcomb used his first veto Monday on a piece of legislation that would have allowed units of government to charge the public up to $20 an hour for producing public records. In a statement, Holcomb said he understood the intent of the legislation, but did not support additional barriers to accessing public documents. Quote, I view this proposed legislation as contrary to my commitment to providing great government services at a great value for Hoosier taxpayers, Holcomb said in a statement. Providing access to public records is a key part of the work public servants perform and is important from a government transparency standpoint. So we're going to hear from uh, 
Senator Jim Merritt uh, about this bill that he supported. And uh, then we'll come back with uh, some thoughts and comments from yours truly. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Here's Jim Merritt's thoughts on House Enrolled Act 1523, which would have put a fee on certain services related to public records requests. Okay, so let's talk about some of the big topics. There are still bills being signed. A lot of people don't realize once you guys adjourn, that's just half the fun. The governor still has to decide what he's going to sign, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so he vetoed a court record, uh, a public records bill. Right. So what happens then when he says, I'm not going to sign this? Well, he vetoes it. And then the legislature, when we are back in session, either... Uh, organization day in November or the first day of session in January 2018 uh, or after that we have time uh, to digest uh, what the governor um, uh, what his opinion what he arrived at with his opinion and uh, and put it up on the board to see if we're going to sustain the veto or override how often especially of the same party. I would assume if, like, if you're a Democrat, you probably get things vetoed quite a bit or vice versa. But somebody of the same party, how often do you override a governor's veto? Mm-hmm. Well, in my 27 years, we've had Governor Evan Bayh. We have had Governor Frank O'Bannon. We have had Governor uh, Kernan. And we've had several more Republican, judge, uh, Republican judges. <laughs> uh, re- Republican governors judging bills and... Uh, uh, not very often. I think I, I can't tell you how many how many bills those Democrats uh, vetoed, but very few because more than likely uh, the administration in charge at the time has been working with us on bills. And I think you're going to see Governor Holcomb uh, probably veto very few bills, and and because he has a staff who works with the legislature, and and we take their their uh, thoughts into consideration in in writing a bill. If it were something major, now not to say that public records aren't major, but this would have it would have charged a fee for people to mm-hmm. take up a certain amount of public employee time for public records. Which, by the way, I think you guys were in the ballpark on that. As, have, as someone who served in municipal government, people can't take up an exorbitant amount of public employees' time, and it's not fair that other people can't be served. That that was the I was actually a, a co-author on the bill, and that was really the sense of the, the legislation. That was the intention. I wrote, I, I, I wrote Senate Bill 1 of many, many years ago, establishing the public access counselor, which is kind of the referee between the public and the, and the office they're seeking information from. And so I know a little bit about this. And, there, and, and we want transparency. We want free access to records. But when somebody walks in and they're writing a book and you're asking a uh, public official to help you write that book by research, right. there's got to be a... There's got to be a, uh, uh, a a red a red line, if you will, on what is too much, and that's how we drew it. And, and the governor disagreed, and and I'm glad he invested some time in it. Maybe we maybe we come back and and address the issue next time. But we we do want to protect those in our um, our offices that are being uh, information's being sought from to uh, get it right. Yeah, because streamlining state government is hard if every person. Every state employee has to stop every time somebody comes in. And we're not, again, you're not talking, this is over two hours, right? I mean, if somebody comes in and says, I need a copy of this, people do it, boom, see ya, thanks, have a exactly. nice day, thanks for visiting. This is like huge stuff and saying, hey, there is some onus on you if you want us to do this so that other people can be served. Right, and $20 was, I think, pretty fair for over two hours. And and and, and remember this, that 
not only that, uh, when Governor Daniels came into office, the the census went from twenty eight thousand people in state government to twenty. Yeah. And with the property tax caps, same time, uh, most local governments are really stretched with people, and so you're you're you. What people don't understand is you're taking time away from other people as well that want the same service, and so um, um, it. We were responding to um, entities that were short on staff and being overloaded with um, research requests. So that's not a major bill that can wait to be addressed, like yes. you said, for when you re- reconvene during org day. But if there was something major, like say the budget, like just say the governor said there's something in here that I'm so opposed to, I'm not signing this budget, you guys could come back immediately and override that? Yes, we could. We could uh, go into special session because the budget is so very important. And in June, we have a technical correction day that – we can or can't take advantage of, and uh, we just have to have a budget before July 1st. I've been in session uh, twice um, to June 30th or, or near that time because we are working with governors to get the right budget. And and uh, and but I, I I do believe that before I got here, governors had vetoed budgets um, uh, or a conference committee report did not pass past midnight of when we're constitutionally supposed to end and and you go into special session um the next morning so to speak and and get it done so with a budget i would think that if if a governor would veto a budget uh the legislature would react quickly and while everybody's in the building would find a um find a a um uh a compromise. That was Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt talking about House Enrolled Act 1523, which would have put a $20 per hour, a fee of up to $20 per hour on uh, asking state employees to help with public records requests beyond two hours. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about this bill. It's one of those bills where there's not really black and white. It's not clear cut. There's both sides of the argument. We'll talk a little bit about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org. Or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, 
Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Special thanks to Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt for chiming in on today's topic, which is House Enrolled Act 1523, which would put uh, allow the government to charge up to $20 per hour after two hours uh, for producing uh, public records documents. And um, by the way, speaking of Senator Merritt, you can hear him every Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. Capital Happenings right here on 98.9 WYRZ. That'll be a part of our show tomorrow, and we're going to pretty much recap the legislative session. Now, this bill is of interest because it's the only bill so far that Governor Eric Holcomb has vetoed. And if you don't know how that works, the legislature passes a bill comes to the governor he decides whether to sign it or not if he signs it it becomes law if he elects to uh not sign it or not act on it it becomes law or if he elects to veto it then it goes back to the legislature and they have to decide whether they're going to do what's called an override or not which is revote on the thing to enact it into law and override the governor's veto now this bill is very interesting because it's one of those bills on the surface people might say well this really seems like it's a bad deal for the taxpayers but it's one of those well it's one of those issues in public policy there aren't a whole lot of them but they they do pop up from time to time where there's not something you look at it and say this is the definitive right answer because while it may have been a burden on people making public records requests, as we talked about in our interview with Senator Merritt, it is a fine or it could be a financial burden on the taxpayers as a whole. Indiana has committed to cutting its workforce. Now, sometimes I get sideways with people because in state government because they'll say, well, uh, elected officials in state government because they say, well, Indiana's cut government. We haven't really cut government. We've cut the dollars allocated to government in terms of the things that government demands we still demand a lot of the same things and even more in many cases we just don't allocate the resources to helping per people provide the service and what that means is it puts an even greater onus on anybody working in state government to be able to serve as many people as possible and that means their time needs to be dedicated to in many cases 
100 people throughout the course of the day. And uh, I say this as somebody who has worked in state government. I understand the employee cutbacks that have come as a part of state government. But the actual things that our people in state government are being asked to do is not less. It's the same or more in many cases. And that puts a lot of pressure on these workers. And so when you look at a bill like this public records bill, House uh, House Enrolled Act 1523, what it's basically saying is one person can't take up one employee's time because they've got all these other people to serve. And if you're going to do that, we're going to charge you appropriately to hopefully cover some, not all, but some of the cost of having that state employee uh, help you out with your public records request. So that is the government side of it, the, the pro I guess pro-taxpayer, I guess, is what you'd say, side of it. And it, it almost sounds counterintuitive to say a bill that would charge people for public records requests is uh, pro-taxpayer, but it is pro-taxpayer as a whole that one single taxpayer can't cost all the other taxpayers a whole bunch of money. And I will say that some of these public records requests, they are it's a very valuable thing. Everybody loves open and honest government. But some of these public records requests can get a little ridiculous. People with grudges, vendettas, people that are just out to slow the system down. And it, it can end up not only causing a lot of problems, but it can also cost a lot of money. So this was almost meant to be as a safeguard. Look, the average public records request should not take two hours in, in many cases. I mean, unless it's very complicated, some rare exceptions, the average public records request should not take two hours, which would not in incur any fee here. Now... On the other hand, uh, you understand the people who say, hey, we have the right to have these documents. We have the right to know what's going on in our government. We have the right to have every piece of information possible. And if I can't find it, then somebody who works for the state should find it for me. So it's one of those where you understand both sides. When you've maybe seen it from the inside, you view it a little differently than people looking from the outside in. And it's one of those where there's just not a very clear-cut right or wrong answer because both sides have very valid claims. And this side, the legislature, as Senator Merritt talked about, and Governor Holcomb, uh, who made the veto. So it'll be interesting to see. It's pretty rare that a veto gets overridden in state government, but um, we will see. This might be this might be the first one. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. 
You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Spending our program today talking about House Enrolled Act 1523, which would have put a, a the ability for government to charge a fee on certain public records requests. Thank you to Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt for offering his thoughts. And again, you can hear those thoughts in their entirety, plus our entire interview with Senator Jim Merritt. Capital Happenings comes your way tomorrow morning, Saturday, 8.30. You're on 98.9 WYRZ. And we're digging in. We're digging in to the Indiana legislative session. Time to put a, a bow on that and a recap. We'll talk about all the stuff, the big stuff, the roads, the Rickers, education, um, the heroin epidemic issue, all those things with Senator Jim Merritt tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. We're going to have a little bit of an abbreviated show today because we were down taping the uh, the Capital Happenings podcast. And sometimes when we do that, we got to deflect some time and resources over there. But I wanted to dedicate the show to this topic today because it's a good topic for the public at large. It's something that's kind of interesting. There's some disagreement. There's some conflict, which everybody loves. And the goal to get, the way you get better government is to get people educated. And the way you get people educated is to get people interested. And that's how we're going to solve a lot of these problems. Look, the legislators do not have all the answers. And in many cases, they are not any smarter than you. But they're the ones down there making the decisions. And they don't have a lot of people that that talk to them. They don't have a lot of people uh, telling them stuff. It's the same people over and over again. And those are the people naturally they listen to and that's no fault of their own those are the people there and so those are the voices uh that they hear it sort of becomes an an echo chamber and we're actually going to talk on capital happenings tomorrow about this major roads funding bill which resulted in a huge tax increase and not a lot of people came and spoke on it and uh, that that may play a big big role in the outcome of of gasoline taxes going up so that's kind of what we'd like to do here on this show and we do that on our capital happening show as well as try to get you talking and this is one of those bills that's really interesting to talk about it's not a huge hot button issue because it doesn't impact a whole lot of people but it is something that's thought stimulating. It's interesting. It's one of those ones where everybody can have an opinion, and it's not a conservative or Demo- uh, a liberal or Republican or Democrat philosophy. It's just, hey, look, here's the topic. There are valid points on both sides, and we'll give you the information and let you uh, let you hash it out. So thank you very much for joining us today. Hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here Monday on Central Indiana Today. Don't forget, if you missed any part of our show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening.